Okay, well, hi, welcome. This is Anna Poirier of Yoga Body Nutrition, and I am here with Tanya today, who I'm going to be supporting in gaining some deeper insights, awarenesses, and tangible tools around her life path and her higher calling. And we'll be using her astrological birth chart to do that. Um, so, welcome, Tanya. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, great to have you here. And since it's our first time connecting, um, would you just tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do? Um, I am, I currently live in Vancouver, Canada. Um, and I actually, when I was younger, I was really good at math. And so my uh, teacher convinced me that I should be an accountant and mm -hmm. uh, right after high school that is what I pursued so I finished all of that and I've been working in the field probably for 18 years or 15 years and um, I realized maybe eight years ago that it's not something I want to do forever mm -hmm. and so um over the past couple of years, I've had some instances that happened in my life that kind of pushed me along this path of like learning about spirituality and different things. So I uh, took Reiki and I'm doing sound healing and I'm hoping one day that I'll be able to transition out of the nine to five or nine to forever job <laughs> into something that fulfills me more. Mm, awesome. Um, yeah, so want to, I'm just taking a couple of notes. Um, yeah, for sure. And um, so, yeah, and, and it's such an interesting path how we get to walk, you know, a more traditional versus the more spiritual and then being able to bring them together. Um, you know, in some kind of material way, I guess, in this world. Um, right. and okay. So what I would ask you too, is do you have anything, do you have any specific questions or concerns or areas you want to look at during this reading? I think you're muted. I can see that. I can unmute you. Oh. Uh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, I've never had a life path reading, mm -hmm. so it's not really in anything. There isn't anything in general that I am curious about. It's just like whatever comes or whatever mm -hmm. is meant for me at this time. I'm pretty um, happy at the moment, uh, other than obviously work, but um, I'm making it work because I have a good balance at the moment. So anything that comes to you that's meant Great. for me, I guess. Great. Okay. And do you, do you currently, just a little aside, do you currently um, have your own business or are you, do you work with a firm or what do you do in that respect? Um, I, work, <laughs> I work for a property management company doing uh, property mm -hmm. accounting at the moment. And I just remote in from home. And then uh, for the sound healings, I'm like the places where I take classes and, you know, I've kind of built a foundation with the people that I've been taking classes with. And that, that leads you to meet other people from other paths and doing different things. So I, when I do sound healing, it's for like various places. The first time I ever did it was actually in my living room. I cleared mm. everything out of it. And I just had like a bunch of friends come by and I just was like, what do you guys think? Like I've been practicing like crazy. Do you think I'm good? Or how did you feel, you know? So mm -hmm. it kind of started with that. And then actually, yeah, just yesterday I got a call from a gentleman that opened up uh, like a sort of spa, like a holistic spa who heard about me through actually one of my really good friends who was like, she's the best sound healer in Canada, which is not true, but <laughs> he wants me to start playing on um, new moon and full moon once COVID and everything was done with. So yeah. Oh, super cool. Great. So you're, yeah, you have support. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. A lot. <laughs> you have support. That's awesome. Um, well, great. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into your reading. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's always interesting hearing a little bit about who you are and what you're currently doing in relation to this chart that I've already been looking at. So, um, so what I'm going to start with is kind of like your main planets or your main placements um, that we usually look at with astrology. And um, we'll, I'll start off with your sun sign. And your sun sign is an Aquarius, which you may already know. Um, and when we, <laughs> when we look at this from the life path model, um, then we actually see your sun sign as not necessarily how other people see you, but how you see yourself and how you relate to yourself so that the characteristics of Aquarius um, sort of resonate with you and you relate to that inside of yourself. And that, you know, some of those characteristics are Aquarius is an innovator, um, a rebel. They're unconventional. They, um, you know, they'll sort of like start a new movement and, um, and uh, they kind of like to be different. And yet there's also a certain sociability to Aquarius. So it's not this liking to be different and waving that flag to like um, ostracize themselves necessarily, you know, because they do like that social dynamic, um, big humanitarian spirit, very generous, um, love freedom. There's a compassionate quality to Aquarius. So I don't know if you relate to a lot of these qualities inside of yourself. I relate to all of those things. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean, it, you know, it's, what's interesting too mm. is being an Aquarius, you know, having this Aquarian spirit and maybe being inside of something that's more... I used the word traditional earlier, you know, which doesn't mean that you can't have that. And there's some other things in your chart that may sort of indicate, you know, how you've walked the path that you've already walked. But, um, you know, like I said, this, this is what you resonate with and what you feel inside of yourself. And it's like, but it's not necessarily what you lead with. Um, as far as other people are concerned. And, and it's more like a, I call it like a magic fairy dust that you sprinkle throughout what you do so that there is this essence of it there and woven through the fabric. But um, people may not go, oh yeah, she's, you know, all these features that I just listed off of Aquarius, the way mm -hmm. you kind of connect with them. Um, so I'm going to look at your uh, rising sign next, which you have in Scorpio. And in the life path model, we look at that as your, your, your actual life path, your soul mission. Um, kind of like, well, definitely how other people may see you and, and also be drawn to you and kind of look for some of these aspects from you, like what they come to you for and even uh, calling it like a problem that you're here to solve. Like there, that this is, this is a part of your um, path to what you're here to do. Um, and the Scorpio characteristics are, Scorpios are absolutely the detective, the, the deep divers. They like to dig deep into psychology. Um, they want to know like the deeper why, like very intelligent and they'll research, 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 but it's less, um, you know, like Gemini will do a lot of that too, but it's more just like collecting just data and it does, but like Scorpio wants to know like why, like digging down, why is this happening? What is that deeper? Why there's an intensity to Scorpio. Uh, they're very loyal, um, definitely very intuitive, have psychic, you know, psychic connection. Spirituality is a, um, a component of Scorpio, um, as is sex and intimacy. This, these are some of the Scorpionic traits. Um, there's a passionateness 
And even like I said, like that intensity, like kind of like an intense passion, like a real, like almost sometimes getting like obsessive, you know, like I'm focused on this. I'm going to get to the root of it. Um, or I'm going to, you know, yeah. Anyway, there's, there's this, there's this very intense quality. Um, don't like shallowness, small talk, not anything like that. So, you know, this is what maybe you felt that people see you in, in some of these ways. I don't know if that's true for you or. Um, yeah, I, I actually see that in myself too. Like I can't, if I, you know, those, there's people out there that you have one-sided conversations with. I can't talk with those people. It frustrates me. <laughs> and so if, if I go, if one of my friends has like a party or I get together with a bunch of other girls, there's certain girls that don't come up to me because I don't have anything to say to them. It's just like, so what, so what else? And they have nothing to say. And so I have nothing to say to them. It, it irritates me. And I, and I definitely, I know in myself as well, and I know my friends notice that too about me, is that like, we have friends that are very materialistic and mm-hmm. not humble, and, and they're very beautiful, but they're very vain, and I, I cannot deal with them. Yeah. So, so I, I, that all rings true to me as well. <laughs> yeah, right. And there's a certain shallowness there. And the thing I think too with Scorpio is they probably sense it from you too. I feel like Scorpio has this quality of they want to get to the deeper why. They want to dig around. They, you know, they, they want to dig around, but they also like see it. You know, they, they see through the BS. They just like, you know, like I, I see the BS. Let's cut through it. And if someone is operating from that place, they may in fact feel that from you of like, okay, yep, I'm not, I, <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. still comfortable, but they may not know why, you know? Yeah. No, uh, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're looking at it in this way, it is, you know, this, these are, these are really, um, these are gifts that you're here to bring forth that you're uh, here to teach about, um, to, you know, through, through, through the path that you walk, through the relationships that you have, through the work that you do, all of that, this is like, this is more of, you know, how I said, like kind of what leads, what leads the path, because um, ultimately it is what people seek you out for. Uh, Makes total sense to me in some of these modalities that you're stepping into because they're spiritually based. They're more about that deeper essence, you know, that, you know, going below the surface, um, intuiting, um, you know, all, all of that. And it may be that you weave in even more of some of these Scorpio qualities as you develop and evolve. And we can talk a little bit more about that as we go through the reading. Um, (laughs) I know it's fun. It's fun. It's like a little puzzle to piece together and, and get an understanding of. Mm -hmm. Um, So, okay, we'll look at your moon and your moon is your emotions and it's your motivation. And it's really a pretty key piece to the puzzle here because when you have a, a, a business or just a soul mission, a higher calling, all of that, that's deeper than just about the daily grind and, you know, whatever, um, making some money and then retiring and being done. Um, your emotions are super critical. They're going to be what, what keep you on your path and connected to your path. And so we look at the moon as a place that you have to kind of nurture and care for on a regular basis and have awareness of. You have your moon in Aries. And um, the interesting thing here, specifically with a moon in Aries, is it really uh, points to being a spiritual leader you're very gifted at helping 
others see themselves for who they really are. And that Scorpio um, rising is only going to fuel that even deeper, you know, that like realness of who they are. Um, so like a, a gifted at being a coach, essentially. Mm. So Yeah. So it's just a, it's kind of a unique quality of, of the uh, moon and Aries. Um, now, when we look at this from an emotional standpoint, some of the things to be watchful of now, okay, so it's like when you get emotionally triggered, um, if you have your moon in Aries, you may be prone to like kind of emotional outbursts or even like tantrums, feeling frustrated, impatient, getting a little bit of a short fuse, like just getting short with people and being like, mm, maybe not as tactful as <laughs> Like, like to be so I don't know if that rings true for you um I I'm generally a very calm person <laughs> I let a lot of things you know I let a lot of things not bother me so mm -hmm. but then I feel as though people or instances that I keep kind of allowing them to be that way and not allowing it to bother me but then one day out of nowhere I'll just lose it and mm -hmm. and that's not really um like everybody knows me as being calm and like even when things are going down I'm the calm rational one but when I like get frustrated or like even angry I don't even know who I am because it's like it blows up mm -hmm. yeah yeah. So, and I think that quality of, um, that like exactly what you just said, that blowing up is Aries. So Aries is a fire sign and mm -hmm. there, um, there's a certain impulsiveness that's, that's around Aries and, uh, um, a childlike quality, which doesn't have to mean immature necessarily, but there's this childlike quality. So it's like, you know, it could just build and build and build. And then they're just like, ah, you know, like throwing things and <laughs> I'm known to throw things. <laughs> there you go. That's great. Yeah. So that what, you know, when we, when we look at this, it's, I think, Number one, it's just awareness. It's like, what is the tendency when you do, you may be able to kind of keep your cool most of the time, which either means that you're managing that emotional side for yourself really well, or it means that maybe there's uh, a suppression on some level. You know, it's hard for me to know exactly what, how that's looking. It could be one or the other. Um, but just some ideas and you, and, the, and this is where we might see like, Oh, are you already doing these things? In which case you are able to kind of manage this and, and use that awareness that already that self-awareness around it. But I think of, you know, how would you soothe this Aryan kind of fire impulsive uh, sometimes just um, explosive quality. Um, so Aries is very physical and uh, being the first sign. And so, you know, I think being physical, like literally making sure that you are physical in your um, daily practice, it can be a big one. You know, getting moving, maybe it's even running or like having kind of a competitive goal that you're working around. Um, I, I think taking care of your inner child getting, um, playing, <laughs> like literally mm -hmm. having kind of like, have it be a little game of some sorts and thinking of that thing of like, how do you cool your jets? How do you like, and that may be through the physicality that that sort of channels that, um, that fire and that drive. Um, also looking at some of the shadow of, uh, shadows of Aries, which when we look at the shadows, we look at the opposite sign, which is Libra. So it may be like that you need to just infuse regularly um, more beauty, more balance, more softness and cooperation into, uh-oh. Um, so anyway, I, yeah. Um, 
just some of that uh, cooperation, I think I said beauty balance, um, that softness of Libra, which, you know, like, so sort of playing with some of these characteristics and seeing what might support you. Does that feel harmonious? Would you say? Um, it sounds like things that I have in my head that I want to do or that I know that I need to do as in getting moving and running. But, mm. but I find that like I, I, I make a plan to do this because I know it'll help me inside somehow I know this. But yeah. like, this, like my nine to five isn't actually a nine to five. So sometimes I'm working till midnight or like 11 o'clock at night. So I, I just need to find the, the balance. I, I, um, generally on the weekends, I do not log on. I don't work so I can give myself that balance. I am looking also at, you are speaking about infusing beauty and, and, um, like just being soft. And I think because I'm a single mom as well, I am in the masculine more because I need to take care of everything on like for the both of us. Yes. so these things that you just um, listed off about Aries and about how to like balance, these are all things that somehow in my brain, I know I, I knew I needed to do these things, but I just need to actually do it. Yes. Um, this is great. Uh, and I didn't know that you were a single mom, but oh. when we look at your North Node, this is, it, this is actually very interesting that you share that with me um, because I think your North Node, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, interesting. And I know and how this relates to finding that. So um, yeah, so you know it intuitively, you sense it. And so now it'll just be like figuring out those ways to, to craft it in. Um, and I, you know, I'll just, I'll just offer out some things. Cause a lot of times, uh, with my clients, I will, who are predominantly female. Um, we, we, I, I talk about this, of this finding balance of masculine and feminine, which will play really well into when we look at your South node and your North node. Um, but I'll just touch on it right now of how do you find that balance inside of yourself? And it can be really simple things. Um, meaning that you literally just like make sure there are like fresh flowers around to have that sense of beauty, to stay connected to your senses, even at the same time that you have to get things done. You know, we do, we Mm -hmm. have to get things done. There are things that, that we need to do that require attention, especially if there's a child involved. Um, but like, how do you allow yourself to just breathe and pause inside of that, knowing that it's not going to mean that you don't get it done, you know? Right. Um, so just to, those are just a couple of thoughts. I mean, I could, you know, I could go down that rabbit hole, but just a little, like little food for thought, and then we'll keep going into the reading and hopefully dive a little deeper. Mm. So... Um, I'm going to go into Saturn before I go into your South Node and your North Node, um, because Saturn is, Saturn's important. Um, Saturn is like the disciplinarian. He's the father figure. Um, he, he's interested in the plan. He's about work, ambition, you know, what's the strategy, all of those things. And, and if, and if he feels satisfied that you're, taking care of this and that you're actually, you know, putting one foot in front of the other towards the bigger plan and not getting stuck in some of the places that you may tend to get stuck, then he's happy and he rewards monetarily with opportunities with, you know, it just kind of rewards on a material level. Um, Sometimes when people are grappling with Saturn, there's like a sense of like, oh, I'm like running up against this, you know, brick wall and things aren't necessarily working out. Um, So you have Saturn in Scorpio. So you've got Scorpio that shows up Mm. again here. And um, I think overall, you know, Scorpio has the intensity, they're intelligent, uh, they can get 
pretty focused, like I said, almost like obsessive about like the objective <laughs> right. on the bath and passionate about it. You know, there's a passion behind it. It's not dry. Um, so there's compatibility there. And I think, you know, if Saturn and Scorpio were talking, Saturn would be like, yeah, good. You know, you're smart. You know, you're stuck. You, you dig deep, you do good research, all of that. But maybe just make sure that you don't get stuck in the rabbit hole, meaning like you're digging, 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 but like, okay, let's use some of that and keep going forward and keep just, you know, again, it's just small little steps. It doesn't have to be anything big. Um, and I think too, you know, Saturn is supporting, supportive of that ability um, of Scorpio to use their intuition, you know, so not get too just sort of like, um, let the obsession block the intuition potentially, you know, that might be something where they're just like, okay, I'm on this path and I'm digging around, but like, but taking those moments to like feel and, and listen on an emotional level, because there's a lot of emotion I think a very deep emotion with Scorpio um, that's not always on the surface um, and not getting too protective, just kind of finding that balance of trust and forgiveness because there can be a little bit of a protective quality to Scorpio. They have that tail that can sting. And sometimes it's like the moment they feel, um, somehow that somebody has done something to wrong them, they're like, and then they like, that is like in their sphere forever. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, that's funny. <laughs> it's just, a, I know I have, I have a lot of Scorpios in my life and like, I can kind of see how that shows up for them sometimes. And, um, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's sort of, they can be so, there can be this beautiful loyalty to Scorpio because when they do feel seen and, and like acknowledged, there's, there's a real beauty to that. Um, and they're just going to be there, you know, they're really going to be there, but when they feel wronged, it's like, sometimes watch out. <laughs> so I, you know, I feel like that might be, those might be some of the things to kind of be watchful of like trusting the intuition, uh, trusting the depth of emotion and being able to have a little bit of leeway and give around, um, uh, just trust in general and the ability to forgive when appropriate with good boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. um, within good boundaries. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to move into your South node and North node and your South node and your North node are opposite each other. So they're in opposite signs. Typically what I see on your chart is I see your North node and then I just look at the opposite sign and I know that that's where your South node is. Um, so I'm going to start with your South node because this is your natural gifts, your Kind of natural abilities, what you came into this world with, what tends to come a little bit more easily to you, and um, that you have in Capricorn, mm. which is interesting with some of this other chart stuff. But it's also um, it also yeah that's it. So Capricorn is associated. Capricorn is actually ruled by Saturn. So there is this masculinity. There's this discipline. There's this plan. Capricorns, Capricorns are hardworking. They're very trustworthy. They're not outwardly emotional, but they feel pain and understand pain on a very deep level. Um, they're ambitious. They're sincere, sometimes a little bit sarcastic. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, and they're just going to like climb and climb and climb and climb almost like tirelessly. So, so again, these would be what are considered natural gifts. And again, I don't know if you kind of resonate with some of these just as, just as 
parts of your nature that may be infusing, you know, the work that you do and all of that? Um, it does resonate with me. Um, I, I, I can be really sarcastic sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, outside of that, I, I can see some of the things that you're saying, um, about like my natural abilities. Yes. I know the things that I'm good at. Um, and I do, uh, if I start a project, even if it's just like a planning something, I won't stop until it's done. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what night, like last night I was up till two cause I was making something for my grandma and it didn't turn out. So I, I kept trying it <laughs> and I'm like, okay, no, this isn't good. I have to do it again. So I can see that in myself. Yeah. And I, and I have like high hopes and dreams for things and I keep, you know, climbing at it, but I do go down the rabbit hole all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that, and, you know, and you've got a, a fair dose of Scorpio. So that's, yeah. that's going to affect that. But yes, you have that quality of the Capricorn. And I think this is a little bit what I had, when I said, um, that balance, I think this is really where we're going to find that balance, that whole thing of balance, masculine and feminine coming into play. Um, because your north node is, if, if your north node is in cancer, cancer mm. is the mother. Cancer is the feminine, basically, you know, and she's, she's the nurturer. She is all about community and family, whereas Capricorn is the father. He's all about work. He's all about, you know, getting it done, the plan, structure, status, all that, you know, and, and then cancer is emo the emotions. Cancer is ruled by the moon. Um, so this is, again, two opposite signs and um, the yin and the yang. And, um, you know, so we can look at how I look at this is you have the natural abilities. We're not trying to not utilize those. But when we look at your North Node, this is your challenge. This is your destiny, too. So it's like when you can embrace the challenge that cancer in this case is offering you, then you really are start moving towards your your destiny, your path. And and you still get to carry with you a balance of what those natural abilities are. They're important. Um, so I see this as learning to enjoy, you know, this is where that, it's like work-life balance almost, like learning to enjoy the home, family, heart, heartfelt connections. Um, it can be about releasing, and some of these may resonate with you more than others, but like it can be about releasing things like elitism, you know, some of like if we just kind of exaggerate Capricorn, maybe um, defining yourself by your accomplishments, uh, maybe getting too much into cool detachment, too much in your masculine um, workaholism, maybe feeling almost like you're lonely at the top sometimes um, and for sure, like the head over the heart. So really finding that balance of your head and your heart. Um, uh, there might be just a sort of a competitiveness that gets a little status driven. Um, and then embracing more of that emotional sensitivity um, in a healthy way. The family time, the compassion, the self-nurturance, feminine energy. Um, you know, nurturing in general, but also that self-nurturance, which I think really goes back to what we talked about in with your moon. And what's crazy too is before the reading, I usually pull a card before I do a reading. And the, the card that I pulled for you was nurture yourself, Mother Mary. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like whenever, and, and I, you know, and I did that and then I was like, oh, well, I see, you know, her south node, north node, that may come up, but like I see it even more clearly how right. that plays in. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it is this, you know, again, finding the balance, connecting mm -hmm. from the heart and like being more inclusive, if that makes sense. Like being more, I think just being more inclusive 
of aspects of yourself and certainly, you know, inside of what you're doing or whatever. Does it, does this, does this resonate to you um, as far as what you know about yourself? I feel like yes, because I do, um, since I've become like, since I separated or like left, I do think with my head more than my heart. I push people away sort of just because I'm not as trusting as I used Mm. to be. And um, I can see like how you said, releasing elitism. I am very, I feel like that speaks to me. Mm. Um, I can see aspects of work, work, work like I work a lot and it's just because I I sometimes go into this place where I'm like okay am I going to be able to like make my mortgage payment when I know I can but it's just something that's like I guess it's fear-based obviously I've I've done I've kind of I'm, I'm doing a lot better than I was maybe six months ago I was where all I was doing was worrying about finances Mm-hmm. Oh, am I able to pay my bills? Oh, I have to pay for daycare. Oh, I have to do this. And it's very, it was consuming my life. So <laughs> I was working two places at the same time, but I had more than enough, but it was still in the back of my head. Yeah. Yes. And that can be that like status drive, you know, it's mm-hmm. just sort of like, yeah, getting, getting caught. I mean, the feminine is receptive. The feminine also is about acceptance and I don't see acceptance as like oh well this is just as good as it gets no acceptance is like sitting back and actually acknowledging what you have receiving like literally receiving what you already have and receiving the because if you're just stuck in that I got to get better I got to improve I got to get more Mm -hmm. you're not actually receiving what you do have right right like fully receiving it might be there but um so that yeah for you that you know this this is this is the challenge and of course like being a single mom on top of that you start there can be this intensity that plays into there and and you know and i um i can resonate with this too as as someone who's primarily been the sole like breadwinner, um, I catch, so it's like, it's familiar to me. I catch this inside of myself and knowing that our feminine physiology literally needs to be honored with that feminine energy, even Mm. just with simple stuff. Mm -hmm. So taking a bath, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I, I have been like salt bathing like at night, and I, I have been better in the last maybe six months. So I do do things for myself. And then on the weekends, it's just family time or like cool. just me time. So I am making conscious effort of it. It's just good. It, it's a process. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, definitely. And I'll, and I'll note something else about some like the cancerian quality. It's you know, cancer is really about like also community and cultivating community. So this may be something as you evolve in your, um, in your practice, in your work, uh, and on your life path that you may be, uh, really like part of that destiny. And that challenge is like cultivating a community around the work that is nur- you know you're nurturing them and they feel nurtured but it nurtures you in return mm-hmm. that's beautiful actually <laughs> so that could be you know i see that as like mm, something potentially you're you're moving towards um so let's talk about your 12th house because this is a, a pretty important facet of the life path um, whole picture here and your 12th house typically in astrology deals with your karmic debts your limiting beliefs your subconscious I like kind of like what you're here to work through um, 
But at the same time, when we look at it from this lens, it's also the archetype of your ideal client or customer or community member or, you know, the, the person you're here to serve. This is the archetype. So they, you know, in a sense, you're working through your stuff, but you're also helping them work through their stuff. And there's a mirror thing happening and it's like a symbiotic karmic relationship. Um, what I'll say too is that typically you're a little, you're a step ahead of them. So you look back at yourself, you know, three years ago or a few years back and you go, oh, okay, that's where they are. It's sort of like what you have in your mind as far as when you're speaking to them or uh, bringing this forth. So um, you have your 12th house is ruled by Scorpio. So you have more Scorpio here. So there's, there is actually a really big reflection here because, because of your rising sign being in Scorpio and your 12th house um, being ruled by Scorpio. So it's kind of like they're seeing themselves already in, in you, but like a step ahead and, um, and that you are both kind of like working through some similar things, but you're getting to like lead them forward and support them. Um, so again, you know, like some of the archetypal, it's not that they're all Scorpios, but that they're, um, but they have these archetypal traits in them, right? Which, which could be that they're really into psychology. They're interested in the deeper why they're, they're intelligent. They have an intensity. They're passionate. They're maybe, um, because we're also looking at it from like that, that healing perspective and that, um, the karmic debt and limiting beliefs, there may be some stuff around sex and sexuality. Uh, they may kind of require some kind of healing around spirituality or sort of opening that gateway, uh, perhaps around their ability to trust their intuition and maybe learning about that emotionality that they have and learning how to kind of forgive and move on. Um, and certainly like, you know, intimacy can be something for them. And, and what I'll say too is Scorpio is Scorpio has, is a leader. Scorpio, they're strong, they're leaders. And so the, it may be that they're leaders in some capacity, but then looking at like, okay, what, what are some of the shadows here? Like maybe they get stuck in an emotional rabbit hole. Um, like I said, maybe not trusting their intuition, maybe it's around forgiveness, intimacy or sex issues. And I think too, like, do they feel potentially like, do they feel safe to go into the deeper spiritual realms? Um, and like safe to feel deeply and safe to, like be out in the world knowing what they know and seeing what they see. Um, this is where I really see that North node as like, you know, you potentially moving towards a community that supports some of this and that there's sprinkled, like when we look at your son, sprinkled through this, through, sprinkled through this work that you're doing, there is, you know, it's, it's got a little bit of a innovative quality to it. There's there, you know, this is a little different than what everybody else is doing. There's a, there's a, there's, there's a different spin that you might take. And I think it's very compatible with Scorpio. Like, even though they may be working towards you know, evolving on their spiritual path, on their uh, healing path, you know, on understanding deeper things and all of that, um, that maybe around intimacy, but like that they're, because of their intellect and, and they're also, they're fairly independent. They're very independent actually. So they're not going to, they're, they're going to resonate with that Aquarian spirit of like, oh yeah, you know, Ooh, this is kind of different. Mm, 
kind of like that. <laughs> I want to learn more, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you can use that again, like I said, sort of sprinkled throughout. Um, how's all this? How's all this landing so far? Um, well, okay. So you know how you mentioned that people that I would be working with are kind of like a little bit behind my situation. So that kind of brings up for me. Um, so I just, when I started going through all of this, I opened up my Instagram and I just took down all my pictures and now it's all just very like motivational and like I'll put up my sound things. And I have people that follow me now that I have mostly people that I have no idea who they are. They're like my Insta family now, but I'll get messages saying, you know, I can't wait till I'm where you're at because I'm dealing with this. And it's things that happen to me. Yes. And, and there, I, I feel like I'm attracting them to me. Oh. Um, so I can see that. Um, yeah. But because like sometimes they'll just say what's happening to them. And in my head, I'm like, Crap, that happened to me. I dealt with that, you know? So sure. I see that I, I resonate with a lot of this, but I can, okay. So you said like sex issues and intimacy issues. I have those issues. So, so yeah. So you're yeah. working through those. That's the 12th house. You're working mm -hmm. through that. And so are they, and, but you're a step ahead. So it may be, I'm just going to throw it out there. It may be that you infuse this into your work as you right. move forward, maybe it's chakra work, maybe you like specifically do like second chakra work, you know, which is with the spiritual, the sexual, you know, that's sort of woven mm -hmm. into that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's also, you know, I mean, I think more and more nowadays people are being more open about their addressing of this, but I still think there's like a certain innovation to that. So there is this Aquarian quality of forging, forging ahead. I mean, I, I would even venture to guess that a lot of people who are doing that type of work maybe have some Aquarius in there somewhere, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Cause they're just like, I'm going to put this, yeah, it's a little controversial, but mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, so yeah, it could be really interesting to play with that a bit and see where you go. Yes. This is like blowing my mind. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Yay. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. So would you say, uh, okay, well, first off, do you feel like you have any questions right now? I feel like, um, I just... I'm just literally lingering on every word you're saying. So I'm just, well, I feel like I'm going down this rabbit hole with you. I don't have any questions because I'm learning so much. I, okay. It's like when I hang up with you, I'm be like, whoa, this blew my mind. And then yeah. I'm going to be looking things up and yes. then I'll have questions because I'm just yeah. like, I'm one of those people, like, as you could probably tell is I just absorb and absorb and absorb things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's so perfect. And you said that so well, like, and that is what it is, is this absorption, this learning, uh, you'll have the recording to listen to. And I mean, there's, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And questions may come up and obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot more places, you know, there's a continuation, like there's a lot more places we can go and questions that we can answer. Um, and so, you know, there's always the opportunity to do more readings, whatever, right? right? Like, yeah. um, but, um, but yeah, I'm so happy to hear that, that it's, yeah, that it's, it's, it's kind of, it's speaking to you. And I love to hear too, that you're sort of seeing a reflection of this already happening in your own life and what you're putting forth. Um, but would you say all that said that you're ha you've had some ahas or illumination? Yes. Um, I, you know, I don't really know a lot about astrology. I just know that like ever since I was little, I would always read my horoscope. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know how that actually is figured out. And it's so, um, I guess 
there's just so many details and aspects and like this could happen and that could happen and where is this and where is that and I don't understand any of that but through this reading I am like wow so this is why I'm this way or this is why I'm this way because Mm -hmm. a lot I feel as though 85% of the things that you are like these are your traits and stuff I'm all those things (laughs) maybe even 95% but it, it just it's really neat that's great. Yeah. And I mean, it's never a hundred percent because there's all the different things that really make us, us like mm-hmm. make you, you and me, me. Mm-hmm. Um, but super cool. Um, and as far as leaving this session today and sort of like a game plan or some action steps for you, what, what do you feel like are some next steps that you can take away from this that are tangible? Um, I I feel like the doing the little things I I wrote it down the um how to like the simple things that I can do for myself to just Mm -hmm. you know I I wrote those down so I'm gonna consciously make sure I do these things um and then also I was thinking um right away when you were talking about the 12th house is that what it's called yes mm-hmm. and, um and somehow I'm going to figure out how I can incorporate the things that I'm working on into my sound healing and into my meditations for the people that do come to my sessions so yeah. I I was just I wasn't doing that before I was just playing intuitively without really any setting an intention I just wanted to like it feels so good when you go for a sound journey. I was just like, I just want everything to feel good. I didn't really have a, um, an objective or, or um, like a goal of what I'm doing. But now it makes sense because you've helped me kind of figure it out. Oh. And it's something too that you can, I mean, I think, I think this is what you're saying, but even like using in your Instagram with your community, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Having a little more awareness around that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You're the best. Oh, (laughs) thank you, Tanya. That's so sweet. And, and (laughs) really like, so loved having you um, and being able to connect with you and hopefully we'll get to connect again in the future. Yes, for sure. And thank you so much for doing this. It must have taken you forever. Oh, (laughs) thanks for putting in so much time for me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's so rewarding to do this work. I really uh, love doing that and just love being able to uh, support people such as yourself doing amazing things in the world. Um, so, um, yeah, it's not goodbye. It's just, you know, you next time. the next, <laughs> the next time until the next time. And again, I just, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your time and for showing up and for, um, and just doing what you're doing and, and potentially helping others as they walk their path too. when they hear your story. Thank you so much. Yeah. So many blessings to you and, to um, you. yep. Okay. Take care. <laughs> okay.